You're listening to Women's Waves, a podcast by Vancouver Rape Relief and Women's Shelter. My name is Florence Bélepage. Thanks for listening. On this episode, we're going inside a self-defense class, but not any self-defense, feminist self-defense. Let's do five. Look at that pillow. One. No. Two. No. Three. No. Four. No. Five. No. So uh, what are we doing today? What's happening? Today, we're hosting a free self-defense class. My name is Sunam Kangura, and I'm a collective member at Vancouver Rape Relief and Women's Shelter. Firstly, we need to be careful not to put more responsibility onto women to keep themselves safe or shame them or blame them for the times that they weren't able to keep themselves safe. We need to remember that self-defense is one tool that might be useful to some women in some situations. Even not acting in the moment is a form of self-defense. Freezing is a very common response to male violence and has protected many women. We hear very often that women shut off or freeze when they feel like fighting back might be too dangerous, or they comply and wait for the attack to be over so they can numb their feelings while it's happening. So doing that may have saved their life. From your frontline experience, what can you tell us about the ways women keep themselves safe? Women find different ways to increase their safety in a world that is not safe for women. One example is participating in a self-defense course, but other examples women have come up with is fleeing to a transition house. This can take planning or it can happen momentarily. Some women keep a bag of a few essential items and important documents and other women leave with nothing but the clothes on their back. Some women go back home to get their belongings with a police accompaniment, and others choose to take a group of their friends. Other ways are keeping keys in between your fingers when walking alone at night so you can use it as a weapon, talking to a friend on the phone until you get home safe, walking in the middle of the street instead of the sidewalk, keeping a can of pepper spray, having a charged cell phone at all times, and letting your friends know your location. Ways I have personally helped women stay safe is either moving them into our transition home or getting them safely into another one. I've used our resources to pay for a cab, a bus, or a flight to get them somewhere safe. I've used our resources to get their locks changed, and I've also helped women report the man that they have been sexually assaulted by so other women don't get assaulted by the same man. I've accompanied women to get to their homes and get their belongings with an officer. I have helped to put up posters in the neighborhood warning women of a creepy man in that area. After training group or a support group, we make sure women have a safe ride home. We coordinate to see what direction women are going in case women have room in their car or women walk together to the same bus stop. These are some examples of what women do and have done to keep themselves safe and other women safe from male violence. Um, offering self-defense classes, it, it's a really crucial part. Uh, my name is Catherine and I work for Vancouver Rape Relief and Women's Shelter. Can you give us an idea of what the day looks like? So uh, we have an excellent instructor, Jennifer Kirky from uh, uh, Wenlido, 
And so it's a mixture of both like physical activity, and then we also do sit-down portions where we have a like a dialogue, and um, women can com- collectively talk about the ways in which they feel fear, um, the conditions of their lives, and the violence that they've experienced. So uh, it kind of takes on a bit of a aspect of consciousness raising in the group as well as well as educating. So it's not just about the physical self-defense and women um, learning how to say no and how to punch harder. Uh, It's about organizing women together to counter the conditioning of women being passive and submissive in the world. Why did you sign up for a self-defense class? Um, Just so that I could be more aware of my surroundings and learn some techniques on how to defend myself if I was ever in the position of being attacked. Uh, Just looking to have confidence walking around, especially at nighttime and in certain areas. I always feel when I'm like around women, I always feel um, that I'm kind of like breaking um, some sort of like isolation that I have and um, understanding that other women also sometimes feel unsafe or pretty much all the time. So I was just like... Just wanted to spend time with women, learning something that could be really useful. My name is Jennifer, and I'm here because, oh, more decades ago than I cared to admit, going on 30 now, and I saw this sign, Self-Defense for Women by Women. I went, that sounds like a good idea. I'm Jennifer Kirkey. I'm one of the senior instructors with Wenley Doe West. What we do at Wenley Doe West is we focus on what we call the A's, which are awareness, avoidance, assertiveness, and then action. Because you're strong, wonderful women. And I know that because you walked through the door. You made it here today. So you've done thousands of things right in your life. And we're here to help you access, so our first A, the strengths that you already have. Because we know you got them. You made it here today. Now, so by accessing the strengths you have, which we're here to help you do, by being aware of what's most likely to happen to you, you're better at avoiding it. We're a self-defense group. We really strongly believe in running away. Yay, avoidance is awesome (laughs) self-defense. If you can't avoid it, well, being assertive, using your voice, yelling. We're going to practice yelling really soon. The nice person who's working there has been warned, okay? Um, If the assertiveness doesn't work, maybe they're not listening, right? Say then sometimes you got to use action. Uh, Say, I know what certainly benefited me, and every time we talk to them, they say they just feel better, they feel more confident. We give them options. So it's the fact that we don't, we wish we didn't have to do any self defense classes, wish we didn't have to take it, but the reality is that half of all women in Canada get attacked sometime in their lives, and women often worry about that because it happens to half of all women. That's not paranoia, that's our reality. So by having techniques, by knowing that you can do something, so they know they can do something, they are a more likely to do it, get away successfully, but as well they tend to feel better. It makes them feel more confident.
It's not our responsibility, it's our reality. I, so in terms of getting people, giving them skills so that they are safe, that they can get out of the scary situation and then continue to work, say, to change society is as, as a human being is you need the short-term and the long-term goals. My name's Gay Ferguson. I'm a senior instructor with Wenlido West Women's Self-Defense here in Vancouver. I think it, it's, it's our view of um, where attacks come from and also we do incorporate lots of discussion time. When you go to a martial arts or a traditional self-defense class, there's no discussion whatsoever about women's conditioning and men's conditioning, gender roles, violence, um, especially intimate par partner violence, and it's all focused on stranger attacks when, as Jennifer said, it's mostly people the woman knows almost all the time. So they say violence against women and violence in general has, is going down statistically. I don't know if I believe that. Um, but clearly, um, in my 20s, I guess I pictured, you know, so many years later that it wouldn't be such an issue, but it still is. So basically, as long as I can, physically, I will keep teaching because. Um, People need to know this stuff, right? It's part of our reality still. Mm -hmm. So how do you deal with that fact? It's, it's really boils down to our conditioning and the attitudes that we, we have in society. So that's the, the feminist side of it. And in, in an attack situation, women who freeze, and I mean freeze, dog, turn into statues, one in three get away unharmed. That's really good odds for doing nothing, literally doing nothing. that's the best. Now, sometimes you can't. Alright, say maybe there was only one door, but you know they up and they're blocking that one door. Maybe they grabbed you, alright? Say so so you can't run away. Or maybe you could run away, but your kids are asleep upstairs and you're not gonna run away and leave them, say in in in, in a home, say with an attacker. Sometimes we choose to stay, alright? Sometimes we're so petrified with fear that we can't run. Right? And so then, say, is you want to, might want to think more about using your voice, and then say the physical action. Okay? So under assertiveness, acting and stating positively. The attack, we're expected to go, oh, no, please don't hurt me. Right? Anything you do that's different is greatly to your advantage. Saying no, saying no like you mean it. One, no, two, no. Say there is no nose bone, it's soft and squishy. So any blow to the nose is a great way to cause pain on your attacker. But you're not gonna drive the nose bone back in the brain and kill them. There's this myth out there, all right? There is no nose bone. If perchance this little tiny thin, there that, that say, um, I can't remember the exact name, but there's a little thin bone there. If you break that off, the skull, the thickest part of the skull is the eyebrow ridge. Your brain's really well protected, okay? Breathe halfway out, bring your hands halfway in. All the way in, half out. All the way in, half out. Last one, three. Awesome, relax, breathe normal. If you don't know why that's funny, ask your mom. Okay, that's, yes, I say that's it. 
The reason we do this is say every time we do something, I want you to breathe out, because human beings, we're weird and wonderful. We've evolved this fight to say, say, say or, or flight or freeze, is we literally often stop breathing. Because say we don't know what's going on. Have we gone into water? Is there smoke around? So when we're scared, tend to not breathe. Alright? And but if it's an attack situation, our greatest weapon is our brain. We need fresh air for our brain to work. That chemical adrenaline, it needs oxygen to to uh, um, um to actually work better. So we need the fresh air. Millions of women have defended themselves never having taken a self-defense course. So it's not something that you have to do. Odds are, say, is you're going to say is you've got the skills already to get away. The more you practice any skill, be it self-defense, be it playing the piano, being oh baking croissant, I just came from a coffee shop, um, say the better you're going to get at it. So there definitely is a benefit, but say um, is the fact that, that that just taking any course at all, thinking about it, sharing the positive of stories increases your odds of getting away. But yeah, the more you practice the better, but you're human beings. People have to choose how much time do they have in your life. It's one of the reasons that I teach self-defense. It's my sneaky way of also keeping my skills up. What have you learned so far? What have you gained? I think like I was afraid of learning really complicated things and not actually being able to use it if I need, but the truth is that um, Jennifer is like showing us uh, some really simple like moves that we it could be actually really effective if you are being attacked. So even though it's just like today is just one day course, I feel that I know like tips that will actually help me a lot in case something is happening and I'm not gonna forget the way she, that she's like showing us and explaining to us the damage that it could cause to that man. Um, I'm pretty sure that I'm going to be able to use. Yeah, I didn't uh, realize like certain parts of my body were a lot stronger than other ones in order to defend myself. Um, I've learned that um, you can use your power against the attacker and that you have many options on how to defend yourself. I've learned to use my body against the attacker's body. Um, even if women are weaker, there are like weak spots in um, the uh, attacker's body and I feel quite a bit more empowered now than I did when I came here. Women's Waves is produced in Vancouver, Canada by Vancouver April Leaf and Women's Shelter. You can find our episodes on Spotify, Apple, Google Podcasts, Mixcloud, and our website, rapereliefshelter.bc.ca. What you're hearing is our theme song. It's called Sisterhood, and it's created by Music Liberatory. Music Liberatory.